I'm Scott, and I name all of the Cornhuskers in the AFC East. And I'm Casey, and I'm going to tell you who could knock off the Pats in the AFC East. I'm Ryan, I'll tell you all about the voodoo witch doctor who cursed the Baltimore Ravens. It happened in the Super Bowl, remember, back in uh, New Orleans? Yeah, when the lights went out, that's when it Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Just Another Football Show. I'm your host, Casey, joined by Ryan. Hey. And one of our friends from the 515 Hockey Show, Scott. What's up, guys? As I think we mentioned last week, Jam's on vacation, so... Uh, we got stuck with Scott this week. Yeah, so I, I'm the one that's saying obnoxious stuff this week. Yeah, I, I tried for Tyler, but he had plans. So. <laughs> yeah, I think he's coming in next Thank, week. Though. Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> I actually, I actually watch football though. It's true. Come on, it's true. It's true. I mean, I yeah, I but Tyler I don't hosts have a winning things, team. That's all I was looking for at this point. <laughs> I didn't need him to talk football. You can't I needed have two hosts. Questions. You can't have two hosts. I mean, I just need someone who can ask questions. Anyway, so we're going to talk uh, AFC East this week, I believe. Yep. That dumpster some, fire and then New England. Uh, it's a it's, strange division. You it's know, very it's, strange. Um, top heavy? Sure. There's going to be a first <laughs> round. There'll be a, a first round pick out of that division. Probably. Not yeah. first round. The first pick out of that division. <laughs> or, or they could all make the playoffs. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> they can't all make the playoffs. No, that's not. Number, numbers Nor wise. Nor will they. Numbers wise. But yeah, I, you know, they have... So the Patriots, obviously, the Super Bowl contender right now. If you were, you know, people are talking about can they go nineteen and zero, basically handing over the Lombardi Trophy for next year for this upcoming year to him already, um, which I think is preemptive. Yeah, it's gonna be what Patriots? Yeah, it's fine. Brady's Patriots, gonna get Packers, hurt week one. yeah, the, the, that's basically what people are saying. Don't uh, hurt Brady week one, and then it's like roll on that knee, sign Pollard just to just to get it done. Well, <laughs> shit, Belichick tried to hurt him with a pat, blocking pad today. Uh, any, of you, any of you see that? I did see it. He deserved it. I, he, That's no, not he's true. I don't. Tom Brady, Brady still. I mean, he credit to him. He still does train hard and appropriately. Uh, some of his methods are probably questionable, but he's doing whatever he can to to extend his career. And uh, props to that. The rest of the the division is kind of young quarterbacks. I mean, what Ryan Tannehill's like five six years in. Tyrod Taylor's about the same. And then whoever the Jets put out there. He's going to be a guy who has. Hey, we got to watch out for TJ yeah. Yates in Buffalo. Yeah, got, yeah. Got to get the Yates, the Yates of hell. Y- Yates has started a playoff game. So. He has, and he lost. <laughs> well, well, you know, starting is half the battle. Uh, and then, then the whoever ball? the Jets trot out is likely not going to be good. Um, I think that's at that's which position? Pre- uh, well, oh, all of a- them. anything besides like safety. They have they have good safety. R- Defensive back? line is good. Running back is so so. Uh, their quarterback is, is going to be a stopgap. Uh, Casey, you and I talked to this earlier today. They don't have talent in quarterback position on on, on roster right now. Likely going to be a very, very early pick next year. So that could be uh, one of the two or three big quarterbacks. Like Right now, there's two big quarterbacks supposedly coming out in this draft. And then 
you know, someone else could pop up like uh, Mitch Trubisky, who no What's one had on the radar. What's that kid out of USC, isn't it? Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Darnold out of USC, Jeff Rosen out of UCLA. Uh, both are projected very high, played very well last year. Well, Sam Darnold kind of came out of nowhere. Rosen plays in a good system. Yeah, Jeff Ro- well, he plays under uh, Jim Mora, so Jim yeah. Mora Jr. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's, he's in a good system. USC is a very good football program. Oh, They're getting football. better. So. He throws a pretty ball. So look for one of those guys to be starting next year. But but who knows? I, I honestly, you know, who knows? Uh, Jets looking at their roster though, screaming. There's no position that just screams, "We're yeah. going to shut you down." They're yeah, they're, they're safeties. Nothing. This is awful. I think that they've burn it down. They've they've call, called it like a rebuilding year. They've acknowledged that they're they're rebuilding, but what they're really doing is tanking. So, I don't even know if they're doing that. Yeah. I think they just purely. I have no roster. So they, yeah, they got rid of Brandon Marshall. They got rid of Eric Decker. They got rid of Terrell Revis. They got rid of Nick Bangle. They got rid of all they of these big names that were old, out all older the guys. Staff. Yeah, didn't they clean out the GM too? Uh, GM, I believe, got ran out. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's it's a fresh start there with yeah. very young scrub quarterbacks yeah. that throw a lot of yeah. interceptions. Young young team is the polite way of saying not a whole lot of uh, of talent. I mean, it, it's hard to even say that they're like. If I was Matt Forte, yeah, I drop yeah. every little dump pass they give you because he's going to yeah. get murdered. So I hopefully uh, hopefully we can talk a little bit Jets a little bit later, but it's a weird weird division. I mean, you know, other divisions had well, people competing for the top. This yeah, one it's like competing for the bottom almost. You know, try, trying to not be the bottom of this division because, like you said, there's there likely will be like a top two, top three pick come out of this division, and that's unfortunate. And a lot of fun, fun coverage for fans out yeah, in Buffalo. Jet, Jets, oh, Jets fans are notoriously bad. Buffalo, mm. Phil, Buffalo, Buffalo fans Mafia. are notoriously, Mafia, yeah, 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 yeah. Bill's Mafia is just notorious. I'll plug it again. Check out that mini doc for yeah. Barstool Sports. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, fucking, such, that's amazing. So good. That's so good. So good. All right, so we're going to move on and, uh, and give our, our Patriots fan a call here. And... Uh, See what he has to say. Try, try to keep him uh, tempered a little bit, you know. Hopefully. Uh, it'd be hard not to it, just, yeah, just run away. Well, to hang up if it starts with, we're going to win the Super Bowl again. Right. Just just end the call. All right. I'll make that promise. Okay. All right. Right now, we'd like to uh, welcome on Jeremy. He is our Pats fan. How you doing today, Jeremy? I'm doing good. Looking forward to this season. I'm sure as a Pats fan, you are. <laughs> One of the few people we've talked to that are looking forward to the season so far. Uh, we've made a lot of impressive plays off season, so. I would agree with that sentiment, but we'll get into that right now. Ryan? Yeah. Ryan's got the – I think he has the draft in front of him. He normally does. I think he's over here struggling right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm – If he does it, it together, I, I can but, pick up the slack for you. Um, All right. I, I looked at it earlier, so I was just kind of looking. The draft – so the, the the Patriots aren't a big drafting team. They, they do smart moves, but not big – flashy moves uh, and it, this year was just another new england patriots draft they got what four picks scott was saying yeah they filled the trenches with uh defensive ends yeah. and offensive tackles they grabbed four guys yep. do you see any of the moves that they made any of the, the picks that they picked up you know they had two thirds a fourth and a sixth you see any of those guys uh, uh you know standing out anything you know kind of jump off the page to you or are they just more uh depth for uh-huh. that offensive line and defensive line respectively well, I mean, you look at guys like Derek Rivers. He's a great uh, edge rusher. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how he does within the Patriots 
setup of defensive. And then you got, uh, on the flip side of that, you got, oh, who did we get? We got in a trade, Brandon Cook. Yeah. Oh, we're going to jump into Cooks already, are we? For a draft if I was a, a Pats fan, I'd be talking about Cooks. You're not wrong. I am I I, I'm not a Pats fan, way. and I am ready to see Cooks on the field. So, I, jumping into it, how, how – okay. So, I know how you feel about it. I, I, Wait, they got Cooks? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Why did I why miss did that? We, why did we let him in on this? <laughs> I, I'm, I, can, I can anticipate how you, how you look on it, but you want to give me a little bit more in-depth idea of how you feel about it, what you think the offense is going to look like with, you know, this crazy, fast – we not weird, but like wiry wide receiver. How do you feel? I think it's going to add just another dimension to the Patriots arsenal. I mean, you get guys like Malcolm Butler. Uh, they got a guy uh, Sean McClellan. He's six foot three, two forty five. I mean, you get guys like that. You got Julian Edelman, guys that can play in positions, no matter what position you want them to play, and you ask them to play a position, they'll move to it, and they can do that position. That's something the Patriots have the ability to make guys versatile. Oh, yeah. They've always been, as far as I can remember, they've been good at that, Um, you know, flipping guys on the other side if they need them, having people work out of position. So that's another credit to the team there. Yeah, and to the Belichick system of doing things. You know, and you got got to talk about guys like uh, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, they're looking for, like, the number three receiver's position. But then you get guys like Austin Carr, who's a rookie coming in, and Devin – I can't say this guy's last name. Forgive me. Luchin, L-U-C-I-E-N. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Yeah. Uh, he, he's coming in, and they're all going to be vying for that, you know, number three receiver position. It's going to make guys want to perform better, guys that are already at the number two slot do better because they know that they have people that are in the secondary and third positions that are capable of doing the job. So they've got to perform better. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things that makes the Patriots that much better of a team when they have people willing to go out there and do it every time. Oh, yeah. well, you haven't even mentioned Danny Amendola sitting in the third slot and <laughs> second wide receiver. <laughs> Is this the embarrassment first of riches? Yeah. Is this the first year that they've come into the league with like a, an actual depth of receivers since maybe having Randy Moss on the core? Uh, yeah, I think it actually is. And even when we had Randy Moss on the core, it wasn't that big of a depth. I think we had maybe four guys as far as depth goes, yeah. and that really isn't much considering what they have now. Hey, you got some, I mean, some names on here who aren't big like fantasy standouts or household names or anything. But like you said, Chris Hogan, you know, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady kind of turned him into a household name towards the end of the year last year. Malcolm Mitchell's still a young guy yeah. that's getting better. You know, uh, Scott mentioned uh, Danny Amendola. You mentioned the rookie uh, Austin Carr there from Northwestern. So uh, it's a lot of guys that could, you know, pop up and do do really good. I think, uh, yeah, like Casey said, it's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, the the only thing that I have an, a small issue with is how much they agreed to pay Stephen Gilmore. Okay, he got a forty million guaranteed payment. Right, which on is his contract is a little bit unusual for the uh, the Patriots to dish out the big bucks, uh, but I think he was one of the better free on agents top this of year. That, 
Well, you got that, but you also got the fact that they didn't offer very much money to Malcolm Butler in the same position. Yeah, they were actively shopping him, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, theoretically speaking, I think Butler was worth way more than what they offered him. So I think he's going to walk as a free agent next year. I think he's going to go out, bust his ass, do the job this year, and walk away next year with a handsome paycheck. And the Patriots aren't going to get anything for it. Rightfully um, so. I, I think he's I think. inclined to his money. Um, and the Patriots have a great way where they turn guys into, you know, these good – if they trade him, you know, get some good picks for him. He's a guy, you know, that was undrafted from West Alabama, and now he could command the biggest bucks next year in the, the offseason, assuming he has a good year. Well, I mean, the the Patriots are one of the teams in the NFL that, that get the salary cap and are able to get their guys to play for it because you're going to go play for a championship. Like, that's – that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. These guys are always in contention. You know if you're going there. Okay, yeah, I might take a little less money, but at the end of the year, I might end up with a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. So you, know, you got you got these guys that are willing to do that as opposed to other teams and other guys who, you know, they're they're more after the not, paycheck. Not, and not just the paycheck, but they also get the endorsement deals Yeah, that yeah. Aren't, aren't a part of that salary cap yeah, because it's separate a, from it. Name, yeah. I was just looking at some of the, the you know, people like, that uh, came in like last year. Like last year, they had Martellus Bennett for one year. He came in, got a ring, and then he went on to the Packers where he has a good chance of possibly getting another ring. Uh, Chris Long, he came in, got a ring. Yep. Now he's on the, the Eagles, I, I believe. We talked about him last week. You know, a, a number of guys that, that are willing to go play for the Patriots, come in, do their one year if they need to, have that good shot of going to the playoffs – and then parlay that into their next contract. I think it's more than a good shot of going mm-hmm. to the playoffs. I, I guess I say a good shot of going to the Super <laughs> okay. Bowl. Yeah, that's better. Almost, almost yeah. certainty of going to the playoffs at this point. I was going to say, now, wait, in the last 10 years, how many times have the Patriots not made the playoffs? I think once. once? Is that the Matt Castle year? I, 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 yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The Castle year, yeah. But and I mean, was, what were they had eleven? It was eleven win team that season and didn't yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. People yeah. are t- are talking this year. People are basically crowning them already, and you know, talks in nineteen and zero. Yeah, people say nineteen and zero, which I, the team, in my opinion, did get better. Uh, you know, they they did lose a couple of playmakers. They lost Garrett Blunt, who was a touchdown leader last year, so it's kind of hard to replace that. But do you think this uh, team is in better position than they were last year, or do you think they're the same or worse? I think they're in a better position diversely. Yeah. I mean, as an all-around team, they have a better short. They've shored up the defensive issues they've had. I mean, they've a lot of the games they've won were close games in the end. Yeah, we they pulled out the win at the end, but they want to get it to the point where they don't have to worry about pulling out the win. They can run their third string guys to finish out the fourth quarter and have that cushion of being able to win. That's what they want to be able to do. Yeah. Um, that's why they signed guys like uh, Mike. Uh, I can't, I'm bad at name pronunciations, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, it's Gillespie. Gillespie. I guess that's how you say it. G- yeah. um, they signed him. They signed Rex Burkhead. I mean, they got guys coming in that are going to be able to add depth and versatility to this team. They got pass catchers. A lot of pass catchers. They got. I don't. I don't know that there's been more of a. Yeah, I don't know that there's been more of a 
Patriots running back, then Rex Burkhead. Uh, you know, he's like he he's basically a clone of Danny, uh, not Danny Mandola. Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. <laughs> They're both from Nebraska. Both, both played in yeah. Nebraska. Well, yeah. No, Woodhead. Didn't. He played at Chadron State, which is in Nebraska. They didn't recruit him. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, like, literally down to the state that they played football in is yeah. the same. So they're, they're kind of the same there. Uh, looking at uh, the roster here, there's a guy on here, too, that I just noticed that La- LaShawn Daniels from Iowa, Iowa is on there as well. So a little bit of a homer pick there. Yep. He's, he's a little bit of a bruiser, too. Yeah, Vincent Valentine from yeah. Nebraska as well on that well, defensive tackle we're, spot. We're, this we're, isn't we're the Nebraska show. <laughs> this is the guy wearing the Iowa State shirt. It was clean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like no, they've got a lot of depth on this defense. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we've said anything about the defense, but I mean they've got guys for days. Yeah, uh, and most of them are going to get cut, and they'll still be just as good. That that's something I noticed too. Like they have a a, a large quantity. I, I don't know a, a shitload, a buttload, whatever of cornerbacks that are are. Very good. They have Malcolm Butler, like we mentioned already, Stephon Gilmore as well. Uh, Devin McCourty is very good as well. As, as kind of all the role players on there, like Deron uh, Harmon and Nate Ebner, too. Um, still got Patrick Chung back there, too. Yeah. I, they got, Kyle Van Noy showed up. They picked up Eric uh, Eric Rowe as well. So they're like they're, – they have an embarrassment of riches there, which is, a, a, I guess, the phrase of the day for the Patriots, uh, as well as their <laughs> defensive line, too. So, like we mentioned, they drafted a couple of defensive ends. They also picked up Coney Ely in a trade. Uh, they had some guys that really, like, showed up out of nowhere to become, you know, recognizable names last year. And guys like Trey Flowers, you mentioned Vincent Valentine, Coney, or uh, Malcolm Brown as well. So, I feel like they're stacked. Like, do you, it's done, I don't. I don't even want to say it, but is there like a weakness on this team? Is there a place where they, yeah. they don't the, have the, the... The weakness is if you get to Brady. That's always been the weakness. P- punting. Well, that's the weakness on any team. They well, have a very good no. punter as well. Actually, the special teams right now would be our, in my opinion, would be the greatest weakness is we don't have as many versatile players at least stand out, in my opinion, yet in the special teams foray. But that doesn't mean that we don't have guys that were, you know, that we've picked up in the offseason as a like a uh, tight end or defensive back that's going to be moved to special teams, you know, once the roster actually gets fully developed and they get through these training camps, you know, because they're I, I I I hate to say this, but Belichick always does this. He will recruit a guy. Doesn't matter what the guy used to do before. He will recruit a guy for a position he knows he's going to want him to play. Right. And that guy. If he does what Belichick wants, we'll be able to come in and do the position Belichick wants and score. Whether it's taking the quarterback out, whether it's pass rush, whether it's receiving the ball, whether it's running the ball, you know, whatever the position he wants him to play, he'll be able to play that position. Um, I'm trying I'm to blank on the guy that used to return the kickoffs. Uh, help me out with his name. They, they used to always avoid kicking it to him the better part of the last season yeah a number um, of guys back to returning kicks um could be thinking of matthew slater possibly he's a star you know they always talk about how he's one of the probably the best special teamer in the league uh, you know always goes to the pro bowl as a special teamer you've also had danny amendola return kicks julian edelman's return kicks uh, all sorts of guys back there like um cyrus jones yeah could i be think the, the one first you're one you of. mentioned yeah Matthew I, I think it's the first one, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just they don't have as many guys in that 
set in that position just yet. It'll be nice to see when the first three practice games come about as to who they might move around into those positions. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Bill, Bill Belichick, Belichick always finds his guy or finds his guys. So I think the, the depth all around will, will help build that special teams. Uh, you do also have, in my opinion, probably the best kicker in the league, Stephen Gostkowski. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, Tucker might be able to give him a run for his money. Yeah, it's, you know, it's well, hard to tell kicker. We had the like best to judge kicker length, when but. we had, well, we had, uh, we, we traded the last kicker we had. Vinatieri? I forget his name. Yeah, Adam Vinatieri. Yeah. We traded better not forget that name. He won you a couple a of rings. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he, he did. I'm bad with names. I said that a few <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> I know the guy, but I forget names. I forget Scott's name occasionally. That's okay. And I've known him for years. That's but. all right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can't think of a better guy to replace Vinatieri than Steph, uh, Stephen Guskowski. Right. It's uh, true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Vinatieri but, probably will be the next, you know, one of the very few kickers that will go into the Hall of Fame. I oh, think, absolutely. I think Vinatieri has earned that. Uh, still kicking, you know, still – Still playing well. Yeah. Pun intended. Or... Yeah. <laughs> I think Janikowski is the first one. No. Yeah, old Seabass. You were wrong. Both of them are playing, so neither of them will be going for six years, so we'll never know. I mean, we'll know six, six years. Yeah, until they retire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, they might not have the same kind of depth they've had in previous years for the special teams specifically, but – Bill Belichick always kind of finds his guys, and they're usually one of the more disciplined teams in the league, and that goes a long way for special teams as well. So you might not have the the innate talent on there, but if you're coached right and you're playing right and you're you're you know you're you're disciplined, then I think that makes you an overall better special teams unit than maybe a team that's just all speedsters or whatever. With that said, Edelman got kicked out of practice yesterday. I saw that. I saw that. He's got yeah. a strict no no fighting no policy, fu- and they. Didn't uh, adhere, so I kudos. I well, don't hold on. Don't just throw Edelman's name in it. Was Stephen Gilmore? Oh, that yeah, got no it, you're right. With. You're right. It was definitely it was the both they, of them, and but... they both got picked out. Right, per and, and, policy. Yeah, they're they're I guys like who, who don't necessarily like each other. They've been playing against each other for what six years now, I know, playing twice a year because yeah. uh, Gilmore comes over from the Bills that have some maybe some bad blood there. Now they end up on the same team. You know, it's one of the first practices. They're they're likely to 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 talk some shit to each other and get a little heated. So uh, I I liked it. You know, I I liked you know Julian Edelman to has that fair, has that. I'm, I'm sure the coaching staff likes it too. Yeah. But he's got a strict got, rule in place, rule, yeah. and he's got to go by it. And yeah. it got him a headline out of the deal too. Yeah, so. both both of them are are yeah. pretty amped as far as players are concerned. Julian Edelman definitely very passionate. Stephon Gilmer as well. So. Good, good to see him you know, going at that. They, they could just kind of slough it off and be like, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. You know, just come out here and run routes and then go home. But they're they're fired oh, up. No, they're or just, they're be, still hungry. Yeah. Here's or a big or it could be they're just trying to be better than each other. Yeah. And that, and that could make it even better. That's going to make everyone better, yeah. Here's you a know, big question for I you. Wanna... Is Glenn Gronkowski yeah. going to make the team? Oh, stop. We don't have to take him seriously right now. Uh, he brought it up, so I'll, I will I say Glenn Gon- Gronkowski is fullback. He's brother of Rob Gronkowski. Duh. Uh, but he is yep. lined up behind one of the best fullbacks in the league. I can say that because there's only like five of them. Uh, James sure. Devlin. So I, I got one in Kansas City. Yeah. It could, could be a special teamer. 
Yeah, could be. He's a big I mean, dude. As long as Dante Hightower stays healthy. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, if, if Hightower goes out, then he can he might get moved into the position. Yeah. I, Bill Belichick I, I, I has I all sorts of weird. I hate to say that, because I want him in there. But, and, well, you know, five rings don't lie. And and the, th- the, the thing I see as well, too, kudos to the team owner, Rob Kraft, just let him go and do his thing. Like, I, I mean, you know – Five rings don't lie. Five rings since what? Two thousand, two thousand one. So that's yeah, you know, two thousand. So if I'm Rob Kraft, I say go do whatever the do hell you want. You want keep to. you know like Rob Robert Kraft is one of the people who's more prominent as far as uh, team owners is concerned, that, and it's because he's doing so well. You see his face all the fucking because time because of the wins. Because of the wins. Yeah. So if we uh, we we yeah. take a little little zoom out just because I I, I ask a lot of people this question and I. I can't imagine with this division we're going to get too many different answers. So I'll, I'll ask it to you in a little bit different way. If there's a team that can challenge the Patriots in that division, who is it? Ooh. Um, yeah, I, see, I don't right want um, Yeah. I, I, I don't – now, ask me again in six weeks. <laughs> I, I, and I hate to say that because right now – nobody's really showing signs of having that team that's going to be able to do it. That doesn't mean that they won't develop into that, you know, but right now I don't see any team even close, you know, you're not wrong in the six week thing. I I think um, you're saying it so you can see team development. I I'm seeing injuries. You know, if, if something bad happens to the Patriots, that could change the whole picture. That's true. I, you that's know, more or less what I'm getting at. I don't have any. Generally there's not any like wood around here to it, knock it, on, but uh, you know, maybe on your end. I, I mean, it is it is true. The last time the Patriots played the Chiefs, Week One. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the last mm-hmm. time you didn't make the playoffs. So I'm just saying. It was it was definitely yeah. 2008. By the way. Okay. You looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Got our stat guy over here. So yeah, yeah I don't I, know. I, I, I would have to agree with you. I remember that year. Oh, so do I. I was in the hospital that year. So yeah. <laughs> when, aren't you, when aren't you in the hospital, though? <laughs> Wait, you're not oh, a doctor, was, are you? I actually, mean, that was my hospital. longest stay. <laughs> I, that I mean, year was my longest stay in the hospital. <laughs> I, I think that's a, about the right answer. Like, uh, a friend of mine asked me this just earlier today. I told him we're looking at the AFC East tonight on the show, and he's like, well, who's going to be who, – who, does anyone have a shot of challenging the Patriots? And I had the exact same answer – um, uh, you know, I, I wish maybe, I think it's the Dolphins. I mean, we can bleed this into, um, Every our next conversation, but I, I did in one of our practice episodes point out that the Patriots play the Dolphins twice. It's like twice in either three or four weeks. And that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, if they can come yeah. out of those two and look good and, you know, put a couple losses on them. I, I, I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but I think that if, I mean, the jets are going to be hot garbage. The jets are going to have first pick in the draft. Yeah. Jets are hot garbage. But, you know, I, mean, I don't really have a lot of faith in the Bills. So if it's any team, it's the Dolphins. And I, I, I'm i not saying I think it is, but there's really no one They're else. the only ones that are positioned in, in, in any – as far as actually being able to see the Patriots offense, see what they're going up against on the defensive side of things, and then repeat them a couple weeks later. I think you're right about as far as that goes. Hell, you one know, of these teams, like, like said, splitting the series usually is, is... – it's almost a victory, or you know, if true. if you're in the division, you can God forbid sweep the Pats. Oh, that's practically a division title. 
it's a yeah it's like a <laughs> not practically participation it trophy <laughs> but all right man so we're gonna we're gonna move on and talk to our dolphins fan i believe next so uh it was good stuff good we're happy to have you yeah the rest <laughs> of the division's a little grim so uh thanks for coming on with us today um and like I've, I've said if we need to get you back on the blower if something happens you're right now you're our go-to so keep the phone handy appreciate that all right man thanks again all right so now we're going to welcome on ryan he is our dolphins fan not that ryan the other one stop (laughs) rolling your eyes at me um he's our dolphins fan so welcome ryan thanks for coming on thanks for having me of course so um we'll just we'll just roll right into it uh, with the draft this year, how did you uh, how did you feel about that? Was there anything there that stuck out to you? Anything you liked? Anything you didn't like? Talk to me, man. Well, I was hoping for a linebacker or a strong defensive tackle the first round pick, but uh, we got Charles Harris, and I'm really happy about that actually. And I think one of the kind of steals of the draft would be Raquan McMillan. We got in like the third round. I really Second like round. him. Second round, yeah. Yeah. Ryan's shaking his head. He agrees with you. Yeah, I, I think. Or nodding his head, I guess. Uh, I think both of those players, you know, the, the team has some good defensive names on it, but adding a little depth in, in Charles Harris, at, uh, like you said, defensive end, and uh, Raekwon McMillan, a linebacker out of that, that stout linebacking program from Ohio State, I think that those are a couple of really good, strong moves. Um, you know, it, it's. So I think it was last year the Dolphins had like the most money of any team tied up in their defensive line, and they didn't necessarily see the big results from it. But I think adding a guy like this could really help. A guy, you know, Charles Harris out of, out of Missouri there. So um, and having some guys behind him, Raquan McMillan as well. Um, the third round you got Cordrea Tankersley out of uh, Clemson as corner as well. So I think a lot of good moves. It's pretty obvious where they're trying to build or what they're trying to do, but I think that that's where they need the help so oh yeah yeah um i that line oh yeah i was i was looking at the the roster like i always do looking at it for uh uh before this and uh, looking over specifically the cornerbacks i I don't see a lot of good names on there uh you got byron maxwell ultron verner joined the team zavian howard is a name i remember from last year Uh, but then you added cordrea tankersley so how do you feel about the 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 backfield there, uh, the corners, safeties, anything like that? Oh, well, I'm optimistic because I really like Tony Lippid. He's did really well coming from a receiver in college to being a cornerback, and he had like two, maybe three interceptions last year. He was a and monster really wide receiver. Down the set. What was that? He was a monster wide receiver at, at Michigan State. That dude did oh, everything. Yeah. But, yeah, he he did pretty well locking down the second cornerback spot. I thought I really like Bobby McCain in our spot, too. And Rashad Jones is coming back from an injury. I'm really happy to see him back on the field. And T.J. McDonald we added, and Nate Allen I have strong feelings for to start opposite of him. And we also have pretty good depth in the safety position with Michael Thomas. That I really like. Yeah, it might be kind of an underrated unit. I know that they kind of had a lot of question marks, but they did seem to address it. 
Um, so that that could be something that kind of both, you know, the backfield or, or the secondary helps the defensive line, the defensive line helps the secondary. So I think if they can kind of both play at high levels at the same time, they, they you know, really could be a, a top 10 defense if, if everything kind of clicks for them. Um, and that, you know, like we said, that's where they had addressed uh, during the draft too. So that obviously they knew they had some holes there. Um, did you see anything for the offense that got better? Their offense was kind of middling, you know, don't have a – great run game don't have a great passing game uh added a little bit in the draft with the guard and late round wide receiver but how, how do you feel about the offense uh coming up this year um i'm pretty optimistic on it i think ryan Tannehill would take a lot better steps and second year under adam gave and last year was was on track to be his best statistical year uh before the injury I'm kind of upset with the loss of Brandon Albert. I thought that helped our line solidify a lot more, but optimistic that Laramie Tunsil can fill the roles just fine and that uh, Isaac Asiata can step up and be a great steal in the draft because he has that potential. Yeah, I think Tunsil is a guy that, you know, he was the, the steal, possibly the steal of the draft last year because the whole uh weed mask whatever <laughs> but uh so I, I think he he'll get kicked out to tackle uh so that kind of made Brandon Albert obsolete turns out today I think it was today Brandon Albert retired so he kind of I don't know dodged a bullet there but uh you know you ended up getting the better on the deal obviously you ended up with Julius Thomas who gets reunited with Adam Gase so uh, do you think that's going to be the same kind of potent combo that we saw in Denver when he was there or do you think that uh you know do you think that they'll be able to use Julius Thomas to his to his full effectiveness? Uh, I hope, I have a strong feeling it could be like it was in Denver, just for the fact that who really wants to play in Jacksonville? Let's be honest, and not brain um, I <laughs> I think Adam Gase has a lot better talent at bringing out someone's true talent than coaches in Jacksonville, and I think. And in Denver, uh, Adam Gase was behind Julius Thomas's shine, pretty much. Yeah, I think it could be kind of a return to form for uh, Julius Thomas. He could end up having another breakout year. Um, we were just looking over this with Scott. Scott pointed out that you know there's, there's a, a glut of good tight ends there as well. So. Uh, hopefully that's a position. Good. Scott that... said that, and you said no, and shook your head. Don't <laughs> yeah, you I'm sure the you are. I, I, you said they had there. a lot. They do. They have <laughs> less got... than the Patriots. So yes, but they have. I said they don't have a lot. They have three realistic players who. And are you said do they have on a Sundays. good one? He named them, and you went. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, that's before <laughs> I I thought about the Julius Thomas thing, and before Ryan reassured me that it's going to pin out well. Oh, okay. So it, it looks uh, like with Jay Ajayi, they're going to run a lot of two tight end sets because he likes to run between the tackles. So uh, it's good that they have some big tough guys. Fasano's always been a good blocker, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy we got Fasana back, one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. And he can catch some balls, too. Yeah, he's, he's been around, but yeah. he he always does well. I mean, I, I don't think he was ever cut for underperforming or anything like that. So I think that was that, that's a good move to get him. You know, Julius Thomas is not the blocking tight end. He's the receiving tight end. He's, you know, basically a huge wide receiver who's looking at it now. He's actually younger than me, so I feel like shit now. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, don't ever look at that. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, 
then looking down the rest of this offense there, the, the wide receiving core, it, I, I don't even know how I feel about it. So, uh, I love Jarvis Landry. He's, he's, you know, one of the better kind of greedy wide receivers in the league. He, he kind of does everything, but then you have like Devonte Parker, who's question marks in my book, Kenny Stills, who's, I don't want to say he's a one trick pony, but he does one thing really well. Uh, and then some other guys that aren't really, aren't, aren't really household names. So how, how do you feel about this wide receiving core there? I actually really love it. Um, I was watching Good Morning Football this morning, and uh, Nate Burleson said said something I didn't realize, but, but Kenny Stills was tied for most with Antonio Brown, uh, touchdowns of 20-plus yards last year. And if we can get Kenny Stills, I mean, not Kenny Stills, Devontae Parker, keep him healthy in the season and have him have his potential, which from what I hear from training camp and stuff, he's – impressed a lot of people so far so if he can come back to the the talent that we drafted him at uh, i'd say that the dolphins trio of receivers would be one of the best in the nfl that's a bold statement it's a little bit that's a bold statement i so that that's the thing that kenny does really well as he catches the long balls and quite possibly does it just as good as you know guys like deshaun jackson guys who are known for their long ball um and he is gritty. Yeah, and he, he's yeah he's a guy who's been through a, a bit. Kenny Stills and every around. one of those touchdowns oh, yeah. last year was on my bench. Yeah, a guy that <laughs> I will point out before Scott gets the chance to. You also have Jordan Westerkamp, a wide receiver from Nebraska, who's kind of like a yeah, Julian mu- Edelman type guy. The right? mustache game. Well, he catches everything. He's just not quick. Right. He's he's white boy fast. Well, he he was also playing for Nebraska, so hey, he was pretty good, and he has a great mustache. I think there is some depth there. Uh, I I can't really think of anyone in the division who might have a better trio. Uh, you know, like like New England, they have the ones and the twos, but I don't know who the third is. I don't know how great their third is. This is a, a pretty good trio of wide receivers in uh, in the division. So um, that that's a strong statement, and I I'm, well, I'm kind of going to back you up. This on might that. be the worst receiving division. Well, we haven't looked at all the divisions yet. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's the worst one so far. It's not up to great. This point. And they have one established quarterback in this entire division. Yeah, I, I think that's part of it too. So, so Scott just sort of bounced that, and I, I want to, I wanted to ask you about this because I spent an inordinate amount of time on uh, on Dolphins stuff this week as we were trying to find somebody to come on and talk, and I, I noticed a lot of Ryan Tannehill hate. Is that, oh, is yeah, that a, is that a thing? thing? Cuz I, I guess I didn't really realize that was a thing. I know we got the same thing in Kansas City and it just sort of gave me like like flashbacks to like watching my own fans here just go back and forth about Alex Smith. I didn't I didn't realize the Tannehill thing was was a big deal. It, it sounded earlier like you are are on the the Tannehill train and believe he is uh is going to be the the future and the the guy there. Is there Oh yeah, that's been that's been that way since he pretty much got drafted. At first, when uh, the mock drafts in 2012 were projecting him to go to us, I, I was, like, strictly against it. But then once I started watching him his rookie year, I'm like, okay, he has something. But a lot of the hate behind him comes from being the most sacked quarterback, missing on some accurate or some 
misreads on some things, missing on some wide open passes. It's been, but I don't think the sacks are all on him because he's been playing behind a shitty line all of his career besides last year, and we saw what that did for him, and especially with JJ stepping up and. We didn't really have a running back besides Lamar Miller breaking out one year. Having a solid run game definitely helps the quarterback. How many more years are you guys going to give him a chance to be a star? (laughs) I feel like every year it's Tannenhill's going to be, he's going to do it, he's going to do it, and then he just shits the bed or disappears. Is it because he's got a hot wife? Is that the only reason we like him? She's very good looking. That's the only reason I like him on Hard Knocks, yes. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. But he... We get it. We can get out of his contract after this year. So I mean, if he doesn't show signs of being that quarterback, I'd say we would try to get him on a cheap contract and just start building up. Well, I mean, you guys. Could I be, think he can, could be in the Alex Smith running next year, or the Kirk I Cousins hear, running next year. He's going to be available. Yeah, I think Tannehill can get us to at least the playoffs. I mean, he kind of showed us last year, but Matt Moore took over. I love Matt Moore, too, so if Tannehill goes down or starts doing shitty, we have solid backup. But, yeah, if Tannehill can't, like, provide what he was promised, like, what he promises practically, I we can cut ties easily next year. Yeah, I so Adam Gase is kind of billed as an offensive guru or a quarterback guru. I think if, if he didn't have confidence in Tannehill, they would have done something to address that. So They I, would have brought in a name. They there would are brought, no names yeah. on this list. Yeah, they they don't have, you know, I looking at the roster, like Scott's saying, looking at the roster, he's the number one quarterback. I like Matt Moore, too. I like him very much. But I don't like him as a starter. Right, he's absolutely right. a backup. So I think you're on to something there. I, I think that certainly it, it seems like the team and, and the, the coaching staff have their faith in Ryan Tannehill. I think that – so far in his career, he's been kind of middle of the road. I, I You do see some flashes where he can kind of push himself up there into maybe a top-ten quarterback. It, it just – he kind of has to put everything together, and that, that means the team too. So this offensive line is getting better. Their wide receiving core, like we just talked about, is getting better, and they have that run game now. So fingers crossed, hopefully this is the year that he puts the name Ryan on the map. Is that a oh, thing yeah, you're and searching he also for? Led- not bad. You're, you're searching for another yep. good Ryan. Sorry to cut you off. Oh. I apologize. Oh, no, you're fine. So we had the conversation with our Patriots fan, the only other one we've talked to, and, I mean, I'm sure you're a fan of that. But uh, <laughs> we, we sort of all came to the conclusion that we don't know that anyone in this division can give the Patriots a run for their money, though I have I have stood very alone on the fact that I, I do kind of think that the, the, the Dolphins could do it. Um, looking at the schedule that uh, we we talked about very early in in our uh, episodes, we see that I believe uh, the Dolphins play the Patriots twice in either three or four weeks. Yeah, it's like I think in like the end of November they go up travel up to New England and then play a game at play another game away and then go home and play Patriots yeah. again. So that's, on Monday uh, night, that's a big deal. Like, I feel like you could build some momentum. I mean, obviously, you got to do more than just, like, win games against Patriots. But I also feel like if you're beating the Patriots, you're winning games. I, I mean, there's really no other way to say it. Oh, yeah. I think it. I think Dolphins could give them a run for the money, whether they win the division or not. That's I'm not <laughs> going to tackle that thing until October, November, once I actually see the Dolphins play for a couple of weeks. 
Um, but I think they have a solid shot at at least a wild card, fifth, fifth seed, maybe sixth. It, it all depends on which Dolphins want to show up. If it's the team that won 10 out of 11 last year or freaking <laughs> the yeah. freaking one in 15 ones that showed up like eight years ago. So I think those wild card spots are going to be hard to come by, but we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, if any team kind of has the key pieces in place in this division, other than the Patriots, it's the Dolphins. It's true. It's not the other two teams in the division, that's for sure. <laughs> so That was a polite not. way of saying that. I'll say it out loud. It's fine, especially since we don't have a Jets fan tonight. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that was good, Ryan. We uh, we thank you for coming on. I, I'm told you have to get back to work at some point, right? Something like that? At some point. I don't, I don't yeah. know if I was misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, man. Well, you're definitely our go-to for uh, for Dolphins talk. So if we need someone to uh, to come back to, expect your phone to ring. All right. Awesome. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you for the time tonight. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right. So for the second week in a row, couldn't find a couldn't find a fan to talk about a team. Well, I mean, if you're I, looking at the team, do you yeah, want to talk about this team? I don't know team? that anybody wants to talk about this team. Can you're not you, wrong. Yeah, I, I guess I should be fair. We did have someone lined up to do this. They had a family emergency and couldn't yeah. come on. We are more, working more, on maybe yeah. scheduling a late podcast, maybe an extra extra special episode one time where we can get uh, – because I did have a Redskins fan that couldn't come on because they were on vacation. So we, we might try to get some stuff together in just a hodgepodge of teams. But for now – Do you do you say the R word on this podcast? I do. try not to. We, we, we try not to, but we absolutely <laughs> But we've done it do. way yeah, too so, many times. Um, it, it's, the Washington professional football team. That, that's a tough one. It is. Because, but, uh, yeah, because someone else will say it, and then you'll end up yeah, saying it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, we, we had a Jets fan lined up. She had a, a family emergency. She, so The important part is it was a she. Yeah. We're yet to do that on this episode, on this, yeah, well, on this well, show. We've tried. We're absolutely I mean, trying. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that we can, but we're an equal uh, opportunity. Podcast. Yeah, exactly. Anybody wants to come on, but uh, you it are just an equal. Didn't work I'm not out. part of this podcast. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I want to claim it. You guys are an equal opportunity. By the podcast. time, by the time we got around to it, it was a little late. So shit happened. So I mean, you can't really. So yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk Jets. Shit happens, and then there's the Jets, the yeah. team that uh, is gonna have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft next year, I believe. It's yeah. It's it, what do you it, think, Ryan? It's pretty abysmal. I I know that. Jets fans have been hearing it all all off season. This is yeah. You know, I've 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 seen different people in columns and on TV say this is the the worst roster they've seen in years or the worst roster in football. So I was like, okay, let me let me take a look at it. You know, maybe this is exaggeration headlines. I looked at the roster and there's maybe a handful of names I recognize on yeah, here. It, we argued it, back and forth on yeah. this one. There, we even tried to argue if we knew the name, and yeah. eventually we gave up. So I will point out a fair amount of them are are younger guys, so maybe not necessarily established, or or maybe you know the two or three years in that they haven't had big years because they haven't been in the starting position, and now they are. So I will temper this a little bit. You know, maybe the the horribleness isn't as horrible as uh, it seems, but it definitely seems like that. Um, you know, the the biggest thing that happened in the offseason, a they, they had a pretty so their first round draft pick was good. Jamal Adams is one of the best players in the draft. He said some really questionable things this week that kind of. Yeah, he's young. Let him. Yeah, let him talk. Yeah. So I. So without getting too far into that, he's a very good football player. Safety out of uh, LSU, one one of the top guys. So that that was a very good move for them, and they they got a steal in that position. You pair him with Gilchrist, and they actually have a pretty decent back end. Yeah. 
I mean, he's not a name that anybody knows, but yeah. they're pretty solid. They're not going to make they buku money, but I mean, they're going to hit some guys. Yeah. And they, they picked up Morris Claiborne. Claiborne. They're going to show up and so. play football. Yeah, because they they're contractually obligated to. That's, I mean, that's really the best uh, they can hope for at this point. Other than, I mean, they do have a a standout defensive line. They have great names: Muhammad Wilkerson, uh, Leonard Williams, Big Cat Williams. Uh, uh, so they. Are good there, but there's no corners, so yeah. you can just put the extra tight end and block those guys and let them just yeah pick you. But we've underneath. we've talked about it before. The front helps the back, the back helps the front. So Tom Brady will just crush this yeah. team. Uh, they uh, so that the defense that the stout part is the defensive line. Other than that, it's kind of all shambles. So. Jimmy Garoppolo will crush Ooh. this team. <laughs> yeah, you might not even need to play. I Tom. mean. Ugh. It's it's pretty sad here. Yeah, but the rest uh, of their draft, nothing really sticks out. Find got, some high. I mean, <laughs> got Marcus May in the second, Adarius Stewart in the third, Chad Hansen in the fourth, so, Jordan Leggett. The so fifth. they're they're addressing some of their problems. So they're, so uh, they're taking uh, one of everything. Yeah, yeah. So May is a safety. That's an, an a, a good pick there in the second round. Um, like it, uh, that, you know, that's a pretty good pick there. I mean, they, they, they're addressing their issues. They, I think that they, I mean, you know, they had better know that they're not in a position where they're necessarily competing, but they can definitely add, add depth and add key role players right now. So I can't fault them on their draft. I think they did all right. Uh, a lot of people would say that they need to address a quarterback. I'm the same there. Um, you know, the, the guys that they're trotting out to line up behind center are, Christian Hackenberg or Josh McCown or Bryce Petty, all very, very middling to be polite. But with that said, they have one wide receiver. That's yeah. they their second rated wide receiver is a yeah. rookie. Well you got Quincy Anumwa who he's got good hands. And and I'll I'll you can hit the homer button if you want, but he's a husker. Uh he catches touchdowns. That's about all he does. He he was fairly relevant last year, yeah. at least from a fantasy perspective. He he's a he big was, dude. Yeah, he was a he's name a that, that stood out last year, uh, you know, as far as the Jets' but offense is concerned. But Darius Stewart, who was drafted, and then Robbie Anderson, Sharon Peak. Sharon Peak. Yeah, are these I mean, folks? You picked up Lucky Whitehead. We only know him because the Cowboys cut him. Because the Cowboys fucked up on that. Yeah, he's had. Uh, a, so uh, our our Darius Stewart his, is his dog was kidnapped. Yeah, he's had a he's, he's <laughs> the had a worst rough luck luck week ever. <laughs> Yeah, he his dog was kidnapped. We touched on this. I he think got, once, he got but... Well, cut. But the good news is the Cowboys will still pay him, and then he's got this contract too, though, right? They do have to make up the well, no, because no. he was claimed. They take over that deal, I believe. Oh well, I mean, he's gonna get paid if he had if he had cleared waivers and, and the Jets had signed him for less. Yes, the Cowboys would have to make up the looking difference. Looking at this roster, how I believe that works. Looking at this roster depth, he could end up playing a lot on Sundays. Yeah, and he he'll might, be returning kicks because there's nothing to, else on this team. I, they, they do have. A couple of good options in tight end. They have Austin Spray and Jenkins, which we talked about briefly before. The guy who's had a bit of a circuitous route coming. You know, he was drafted by Tampa Bay, got into some legal trouble, ended up on the Jets, didn't do much last year. Uh, they they drafted Jordan I, Leggett as well. I see Leggett yeah. playing over top of uh, Safari and Jenkins. Yeah, Leggett, the the year. Leggett is more. So Austin Safari and Jenkins is a wide receiving tight end, and Jordan Leggett is more so that. You know, more of a receiver, less of a tight end. So uh, that was a good pick. 6'5", you know, 258. Yeah. He'll catch a lot of balls Yeah, and he, he's coming off a national championship. So, you, you know, that is There's some air something. About him. Something, yeah. Uh, their run game might not be 
terrible. No, it will because everyone's going to pack the box. This is true. You're going to expect them. If you're oh. not, yeah, you're not afraid of the the pass, it's, so you can't stack the box. It's but, Powell up the middle, yeah. and then it's Forte on a swing pass. Powell runs hard is a name that oftentimes goes under the radar. Maybe some fancy fans know him, but uh, not necessarily a big name household. But you know, he he does run well. He's been a good staple for the for the Jets for a few years now. He's a pretty good third down back, yeah. but only in there to block. Yeah. Matt Forte, you know, nearing the end of his career, it's sad to see him kind of end up on a rebuilding team like this. It's not necessarily fair to a player who's been as great as he is, but he understands his situation. So he's, uh, I'm sure he's going to play his heart out. He's never been a guy where you question his effort or his heart or his passion or anything like that. So watch out for uh, Jordan Todman. Yeah. Jordan Todman, a guy who's been around the league himself. So. Uh, their the run game is a little sketchy. Their quarterback are definitely sketchy. Wide receivers, super sketchy. Tight ends, not so sketchy. Well, the reports coming out of camp are that these Jets guys are the quarterbacks are missing and they're missing big. I think at one yeah. point Christian Hackerberg almost took out a, a reporter on the sideline because he missed so poorly. And it sounds like he's in lead to be the number one. So yeah. So. Wrap this, your mind around that. Sorry, Jets fans. It's going to be a long year. I think that they know that. I mean, the Jets went 5-11 and 11 last year, which surprised me that they actually won five games, and their team got worse. So uh, it's likely the last leg for Todd Bowles. I think he's kind of in a lame duck situation where but he I, knows that. I still think Fitzgerald was better than McCown. Well. I guess we'll see. Yeah. McCown's cheaper. Fitzgerald has had somebody to throw to. Yeah. Well, kind uh, of. Kind of. Yeah, so I mean they so they had a down year last year. They didn't they didn't anticipate being as bad or having as rough a year as they had, and then they you know obviously it went it went south real quick. So they decided to blow the whole thing up. Uh, so I I don't think that Todd Bowles necessarily got a fair share, and I don't think he should necessarily be on the hot seat. But I think he is. I likely I, I would say this is likely his last year. Um, they, I mean, they didn't even address the kicker position. They lost Nick Folk. They brought in Ch- Chandler Catanzaro. So it's not even like they're trying to, to, to score field goals. They're just going to put out a team. God, I feel so bad well, saying I mean, you, ha- you have to they're, field they're a team. Professionals. That's yeah. the, they're going to put out a team. I and, think that's but a rule. This team will, will likely be, you know, we already said it, the first pick of the draft. If there's a team worse than them, it's, so you know they they, it's not fair to the the players, especially the veterans that are on the team. But teams have to go through a rebuilding. You know, sometimes you have to blow it all up, and it just happens to be that this is the year for the Jets. Now they could come out and surprise me. They could come out and go eight and eight, something like there's, that. There's it no would it would take a lot. It would take a lot. They would you know, but. These are all professional football players. If they can muster the he heart, keeps shaking his I, I'm, head. I'm trying to, to talk myself into saying that they're going to win. So okay, so don't here, even, don't I've, even try. I've been over here kind of stalling for time as I was trying to pull this up. Uh, week five, October eighth, my the, mom's birthday. Shout out to my mom. The match of happy birthday and, and happy my grandpa as well. Early birthday. Um, the uh, the matchup of all matchups: New York Jets at Cleveland Browns. That's yeah, a win for the Browns. Yeah, that, the Browns have that one. So I mean, that's gonna that's gonna knock the Browns out of the number one pick, right? <laughs> they have that tiebreaker. Well, not unless they they both uh, tank. I mean, they have a tiebreaker. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if the Browns lose? 
I, it's, I, it, I if, won't say but anything. But if the Browns lose, I mean, and yet the Jets Cleveland, still get the know. number one pick. Yeah, that'd be so, amazing. So Cleveland manages to turn their their bad seasons into a shitload of picks that they spend on good guys. I think Miles Garrett's going to pan out very well. It's just the Jets. Hey, look at that. December 3rd, my team goes there. Yeah. The, the Jets haven't sucked enough to get the really good guys. I, they did end up with a really good guy this year, Jamal Char- or Jamal Adams. Whoa. But, uh, you know. It, well, Jamal Charles is trying, available. He's trying so. to piss me off. Yeah. He might be. We'll see. He makes that team. Uh, the injuries in there. We'll talk that when we talk AFC West. Yeah. We'll so, the Jets, I, I want to be optimistic about it. I'm trying to find ways, little little pockets on here. Where, oh, that, that could be good. I'm just not seeing a lot no. of them. Um, I'm kind of forcing myself into to that. But it, it's 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 going to be a rough go. I mean, I think I think Jets fans know that. Um, so I bet they take one from the Bills. You, well, I would hope so. I, you know, they'll, they'll they'll play the Bills twice this year. Those are okay. those are semi-winnable so, games. So so you said it. So we'll sort of segue because the Jets are terrible. Um. We also, apparently, though I had two contacts with the Bills, um, neither of them wants to contact me back. So we're just going to roll right into well, talking the Bills. Bills Mafia doesn't usually. Bills um, Mafia. I didn't hit past. up the Bills Mafia group. You got to get access to that group no. and shit. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's difficult. I, think I didn't they, request uh, access. I was a little intimidated to try to request yeah. access, actually. Like, the mouse hovered over the thing, and I was like, mm, I think they make you do I'm not a hardcore sh- yeah. enough to be in this group. They make you do a shot out of someone's butt crack, and yes, then they cover you with, okay, with well, ketchup. Well, I mean, some of those. Girls, well, they you know surprising I'd for Buffalo. That a shot, but anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna roll over and talk Bills now. Um, so, it irritates me because I had a Bills yeah. contact and passed on him. Because uh, anyway, so I mean, let's talk know, Bills. I, I think so. So obvious segue here: the the Bills are better than the Jets. Well, that, should be that's a plus. That uh, that is something that has not always been true, especially in the past few years. You know, it's, it's been it's been which team is better? They're obviously better than the Jets. That means that they should at least win one of the games well, versus the Jets. They I shouldn't lose any of them. You said between they... the Jets and the Bills, they have the same amount of established wide receivers, though. Is that where you look at first as wide receiver? You fanboy, you you fantasy football guy. Uh, Calm no, down. They're, no, they're... I, have you watched the NFL lately? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, almost all the time, Scott. Uh but th- their number one wide receiver destroys the Jets' number one wide receiver. Well, because he can do more, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But they so there's so nothing else. Looking who, right who here, is Zay so, Jones. Zay Jones is a rookie that they just drafted out of okay. Eastern Carolina. Who's Andre Holmes. Andre Holmes is a guy who played previously for the Raiders. He was a good, pl- good third, play, fourth wide receiver. You don't want to play this game with Ryan. I shouldn't play this. You game don't want to play this game no, with Ryan. There's a reason so, he's, he's not a no name. He you know he's he's not a household name, but he's not a no name. Andre Holmes has an established career. You know, he has good six years under his belt right now. Uh, you know, they have Philly Brown, who came over from Carolina. You know, not necessarily great names. Uh, Desmond Lewis. Uh, uh, they do have Brandon Tate, who's a good kick returner, as well as a wide receiver. To keep his team going. Rod Streeter, yeah. There is a Husker on this team, Brandon Riley, as well. Yeah, there's also uh, Micah Hyde is on this team yep. from Iowa. He's a stud. Uh, there is an Iowa State Cyclone on this team, Leonard Johnson as well. He's a, a well, guy who I actually Richie very, very much Richie on this team. He was a Husker for a little while. Yeah. So, uh, so they they have better wide receivers. I'll, I'll, I'll slam it. So I'm drawing that one on there. Um, we look in a little bit at the corners here. Their corners are, are pretty pretty stout here. Uh, their first-round pick was Tredavious White out of LSU as a corner. 
So that was a, a pretty good pick. Not necessarily the best cornerback in the draft, but definitely up there. He should be good because Darby's a in-your-face type corner, so yeah. it'll be a good compliment. Darby is very good as well. They have Greg Maben, um, you know, some other names. Sharice White, uh, Wright came over from uh, – he was on the Ravens, Ravens previously, the Chargers previously. He's been around a little bit uh, as well. He's also the guy who famously took an Uber from Chicago mm. to Buffalo. Yeah, so, he bought that guy tickets. Did we have a lengthy conversation with that when this was live or no? Was uh, that a I think that was a practice episode. episode. Oh man! But uh, yeah, I mean, so they they have good pieces. They have much much better pieces than the Jets. Damn good linebacker in Gerald Hodges. Yeah, that's seriously. I think it's still the best like story from the football season so far. Like, off, that yeah, was yeah. amazing. How about a team that can put Kyle Williams as your second defensive tackle? Well, you usually start too. They have Marcel Darius. They yes, have, but they, I mean, they drafted number two a, in the depth chart. They drafted Adolphus Washington, who has had some legal troubles. Um, Kyle Williams. They also have Nigel Williams. So the Williams is in the middle too. So I, they have a so they have a better defense, I would say, as well, which is kind of the Jets' hallmark. But the Bills, as well, are a defensive team. They they did get a new head coach. Sean McDermott came over from the Panthers. And he is a guy who likely should have gotten a, uh, I'd say probably should have gotten a head coaching position three, five years ago. Uh, got his, his start now, and I, I'm thinking he's going to do well. there. Um, the Bills went out, and they targeted him as soon as they let go uh, of their head coach. So they, they made a, a play for him, and they got him. Um, he has built, you know, the, the, the team in, quote-unquote, his image. He, they drafted a cornerback. They drafted, you know, they, they brought in some defensive players and, I don't. I don't know that I'm real confident with this offensive line, though. The offensive line has been shaky for for a few years. Um, they kind of have so-so names. You know, you mentioned Rick Giot Incognito. All the other stuff aside, he has played some of his best football since he's been in Buffalo. Uh, they do have a few different names on the line as well. I don't know that well. you can say that because he really he he's had the least amount of trouble in Buffalo. He's played some of his best football while he's been in Buffalo. <laughs> I don't know that I agree with you, but, I mean, there's it, he's a lineman. It's going to be hard to argue. Right. So I'll give it to you. Yeah, they, I mean, they have, like, Chantrell Henderson, Cordy Glenn, Michael Ola. Uh, not big names, but they do have a little bit of depth there on the line. Um, that's kind of been their issue for the past few years, though, has been their line. Uh, luckily, they, they have Tyrod Taylor. However, begrudgingly, both sides agreed, you know, he is still the quarterback there. They didn't bring in necessarily any big competition for him. You know, they have, we talked about it earlier, they have TJ Yates. They uh, have Nathan Peterman, a rookie from Pittsburgh. So, you know, it it should be Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor, it should be his show to run. Um, they luckily, they the, don't have a lot of running back depth, yeah. though. They, they have one of the best running backs in the league in uh, Shady McCoy. But, uh, yeah, they do not have the depth there that some other teams do. Um, Jonathan Williams is pretty good. They have Joe, uh, we, we all call him Joe Barnard, but Joe Banyard from the Vikings. He's a, a little bit of depth there. They lost, um, Carlos Williams. He had a whole spat of kind of not necessarily injuries, but a little off the field stuff that, that caused the, uh, the bills to get a little worried about his position on the team. So they let him go. Um, so do they keep Tyrod in the pocket this year or they let him run wild again? I don't think their plan has really ever been to let Tyrod run wild game plan-wise. I think he's – Was that line just been that bad? Yeah, That's what I think he's just very good about it. He's able to, to make space when there isn't a lot of space around. So I think Tyrod will – I mean, he is a good 
pocket passer as well. He's got an arm. He's got a, a head down his shoulders. He's a very smart player. So I, I think he can make some plays in the pocket. But, yeah, it, when the, the line is crashing around him, he doesn't really have a lot of options other than to run. Um, and they've won some games off of the strength of his legs. So. It's just uh, not really a team to watch out for. I don't. I mean, they're going to win some games. Based no, off, they got a couple off of, of games. It's what they do. They'll, yeah. they they'll give New England a run for their money Absolutely. at least once because they, they, they just beat do New it. England last year. They shut them out last year. That so, was without Brady, though, right? Right, but they're still New England. No, I, still I, goes in the I New England lost I think column. Jimmy G is a great quarterback and and will be in this league later in in life. I but think, I think it was actually against Jacoby Brissett. Oh, you're right. It you're was right. Brissett. But still, right. it goes into the Patriots Jeez. lost column. It's one of their two losses, so give the Bills due credit. Um, I, I think that just as looking as, at the roster. As long as someone puts one in that column, I'm okay yeah. with it. Right, me too. I, just looking at the roster, you might not think this is a, a great team where they're going to go out and, and stop, but I, I think Sean McDermott is a very good coach. They have some, some personality there. They have an, a fairly solid identity, you know, strong defense, run the ball, stuff that has been good to the Bills in the past. So I think... I think that they they could end up surprising you. You know, it, it's not really fair to to draw them in comparison to the Jets. I think that um, the Jets will be bottom of the barrel, and these guys will be maybe middle of the barrel, maybe slightly one game above middle of the barrel. Fair. I, fair. I, I, yeah, no, I can't disagree with that. I think that's fair. So um, because of the way things uh, worked out for us tonight, we uh, – we're, we're short two fans to talk football, and therefore we went a little short on those. I uh, think we have some time for some headlines. I got a big which, one for you. Which we haven't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Camp has started. We so haven't. We camp has started, so we do have some stories. So Hell, we got football things. this week. Yeah. You know, we do have a game, a, a quote-unquote game. You know, so you'll watch. You'll watch a Hall two, of Fame game this week. It is. You'll watch yep. two drives and remember use, that watching preseason right football is terrible. But they, as far as I know, they have the right paint as of right now. It's the uh, the Cardinals, right? Cardinals, right. Cowboys. Yeah, I believe. Bruce Arians came out and said that none of his starters are going to play, are yep. going to start. Yeah, so well, because well, that's good because they're you know, aging. Yeah, fifth game because of the Hall of Fame yeah, game, right? They get that it's extra just an game, extra game. So. so yeah, that's again, that's how this works. You but. don't need it. it. It's mostly for show. It it is good to recognize the people in the Hall of Fame, and that's a good class this year. But the Hall of Fame game is mostly just for exactly. super nerds like us. Oh, it's yeah. for special teams. All right, yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna kick a couple headlines back and forth. I don't know. Scott says he's got a couple here lined up, and I've uh, got a couple interesting ones to talk about that would be more no huddle style for us. But we will uh, kick these off. All right, Scott, what do you got? So there are talks that uh, Andrew Luck is going to be- begin mm. the season on the pup. That's a big deal. It's a it's a very big, big deal. Big That's deal. Huge deal. So. Uh, Andrew Luck, he's on, obviously on pup right now. He had that soldier, soldier shoulder. I'd like, I'd like to point out because I think a lot of our, uh, a lot of people, you know, general general NFL fans hear pup and they think, oh shit, yeah. what is it? Six weeks, right? Yeah. In training camp, pup is a completely different thing. Yeah, you can be taken off of it at any point in time. It basically, yep. you just can't pass a physical. It's once you hit the beginning of the season is when it hits you. That's when it gets a little different. Yeah, they're, yeah. But they're not worried right about now, the offseason. It's really right just now. a, hey, this guy can't do anything. So, so a, lot, a lot of hay has been made about all these players that are starting out on Exactly, pop. and that's why I wanted to point that out. So so the, it is important to take those with a grain of salt. This Andrew Luck thing, however. Is different. Is different. Because, A, you know he's the starting quarterback, one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and – he was injured throughout last year. It came out that he was he's injured playing through a uh, shoulder injury. He had off-season surgery, I believe. 
and now he's still not recovered. So, I mean, the the first game is still, you know, over a month away, so he has all that time to recover. But, uh, yeah, it, it could be bad. Um, just matter of point, he's my fantasy quarterback. I've made provisions to have someone behind him. So, uh, Pretty good provisions, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, Marcus Mariota. So uh, I got lucky in, in that regard. So, yeah, you know, it, it's not necessarily – something huge right now but it is something to keep an eye on especially if you're an indie fan or if you're an andrew luck fan which uh, uh andrew luck i think is one of the nicer guys in the league i always i love watching the clips i hit someone helping him up after a sack and he says thank you and yeah. and, and good job and like two, slaps him on two the, weeks the we'll be talking so. that division we'll have a colts fan on and hopefully we'll have a little bit more information hopefully, when yeah, we yeah. talk about that yeah i think right now so that should the, work out nicely for the, that I think. the thing that's kind of buggy is you know there's no information about it it's just he's hurt he's on pup well, here's the problem: is his backup is Scott Tolzien. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the question. I've Sad. seen a few. Scott uh, few... Tolzien had had some days in Green Bay. You know, they they had faith in him up there. Well, I've Green I've Bay. seen a few, and yeah, I he mean, had you're... his days with healthy Packers wide receivers. Yes. Who do the Colts have? T.Y. Hilton, the leading wi- the leading it. wide receiver in the yeah. football and in NFL last year. Unfortunately, that kind of terrifies me because that's my fantasy quarterback, Don- uh, fantasy receiver. In a Dante leagues. Moncrief. So uh, you know. So, uh, without getting in, into the rest of the roster, it, the, it, it is something that concerns me as a as a Luck that, fan. That line's not great either. So the line has never been great. That's why Ryan Grigson got bounced. He uh, he basically handicapped Andrew Luck every chance he could get for some reason. The the fun and I I don't want to uh, Jam's not here, so we won't get too deep into this. But I have seen a couple couple uh, news outlets out there throw it out. If Andy Luck starts uh, pop list. There is a quarterback out there that could come in and, and play for a while and, and play probably better than Tolzien would. This is never going to bet, is it? So, it's not. So we just, it's not. He should be on an yeah. NFL team. We just talked about the Jets. We listed their quarterbacks. So True. the Jets didn't He should be on him. the Jets. Colin Kaepernick is better than all the Jets quarterbacks right now. Yeah. That's not even a hot take. Didn't, didn't no, he have a tryout? Not. He didn't do it. He no. didn't have shit. Like, no, yeah, there, were, he, there I, were a lot of fake. Uh, oh, okay. Fake yeah. reports. You got well, all I thought, those. I thought uh, that he that legitimately had a tryout, and they no, didn't want him. He did not. So the Jets passed on him. The Ravens this week. Uh, I haven't heard anything that they've officially so, said no, but so they brought they in will. they brought in some indoor football quarterback, some guy I who they had to explain who he was. You know, he, he wasn't. Yeah, I followed the obviously wasn't. League. Yeah, obviously wasn't a recognizable name. And then the the Ravens owner Steve Biscotti is throwing it out to like. The fans and Ray Lewis, like, oh, hey, should we bring this guy in for a? Uh, well, Ray Lewis had some. Ray Lewis said no, basically. I mean, he did to an extent, but he, you know, I, I think it was more of along the lines of you, you need to just leave it on the field. That that is such bullshit. I so, know. so I, Shannon, I don't Shannon Sharp, with you. Shannon Sharp got I him good. Said on we that weren't going to get heavy into this. Says the hiding a trunk, huh? I, I mean, and that's the other thing. Like this, it's funny to watch this fan base. I. I don't want to get too too heavy into slamming on this fan base, but this fan base was a fan base that stood behind Ray Rice to an extent. I mean, there were a lot of them that, that yeah. sold him down the river after this happened as Stallworth. well as they should have. Stallworth, Stallworth is a big one. Stallworth is the one I always go back to when most things in the NFL happen. Where it's like this guy literally like killed someone yeah. and paid him off, paid off the family, and got away with it. Like that's what happened. Yeah. You know Ray Rice, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis. Terrell Suggs, and and Dante this is Stallworth. this is the you know. thing that's going to set the so, fan base off and, and have them stop. 
I don't know. It's and whatever. They, they tried to frame it like, will this guy help us on the field? Let's not think about any of his off-the-field stuff. Will he help us on the field? Well, here's your question. Is he better than Ryan Mallett? Yes. Uh, I think I every team has yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, wow. as, as long as Colin Kaepernick I, can wake up to a, an alarm clock an in the morning, he's better than Ryan Mallett. I irrational uh, belief that Mallett could be a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's better than – but I, I do tall, believe guys. he hasn't got his shot with a good team. Yeah. He's tall. He's somewhat tall. He's no Brock Osweiler. Speaking of the Ravens, the Ravens have been a bad, bad couple days. I told here. you this earlier. I said they are hashtag cursed. It's uh, you're not wrong. Um, do, you paid, have, do you have these yeah. details in front of you, Ryan? Because I don't. I, I don't. Uh, I have. Do you have names in front of you? Yeah, I don't. yeah, yeah. So they lost Crockett Gilmore, likely yeah. for the season. So he, he's one of their kind of up and coming tight end. Curse. We should have called TJ. We talked about him a couple weeks ago. How he might have the best name in football, um, but uh, yeah, he, he's out for the season. I believe it's a back injury. Uh, and then th- just today, their uh, they their rookie guard uh, Nico Saragusa uh, tore his ACL, MCL, and PCL. So one of the guys that they That's were a bad fucking yeah, day. One of their guys that they were hoping to be a starter on their offensive line for the season is out for the season. You know, within the first week of camp. So I think that what happened was they made a uh, a deal. With a with some sort of a voodoo doctor down in St. Louis when they're at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. or not St. Louis, uh, uh, New Orleans. Wow, wow. When they're down at the Super mm-hmm. Bowl in New Orleans, they made some sort of a deal at halftime with the uh, of some sort of voodoo doctor. Did that have something to do with the lights? He or? took he took out the lights. Okay. Yep, yep. Okay. He took out the lights. The Ravens come back win the Super it all Bowl. Checks out, and they're 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 cursed. So prove me wrong. I mean, it checks out. I can't uh, I can't say you're wrong. Yeah, it's just really shitty luck for the Ravens. They've had terrible luck in general yeah. with injuries. They've just been yes. Ugh. It's, it's rough. Yeah. Maybe they need a new physical trainer. I don't know. Maybe they need yeah, a whole new I, medical team. I don't think that's I it. Like, I don't know that that's they, it. It can't unless, hurt. Unless they're much more advanced than I recognize, they can't prevent injuries. So, um, here's a fun one that I... Yeah. I mean, proper diet and stretching could prevent injuries. Calm down. You think that if Nico Siragusa, a 300-pound offensive lineman, ate a little bit better, maybe, he wouldn't have torn his entire knee? Maybe if the big man had done a little bit of yoga... He'd been fine. I don't know that he doesn't. So <laughs> it's possible. So I'll say it right here: Nico Siragusa, Yogi. Call us. Call us. Let us yeah. know. Do you do yoga? Yeah. So I posted this one on my my personal social media feed earlier because, uh, well, I have personal feelings about it. But anybody see the video of uh, Perfect hitting? Uh, <laughs> I just Ryan read about rolled it. Rolled his eyes. Uh, hitting the Bernard Lowe in a no tackle drill. What's all that about? I, I hate that so, guy. I do not like Someone Perfect. else say it because I will. So, Perfect is a dirty player. Perfect is a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, I hate that guy so much. And it, it's only fitting that he ends up on, on the Bengals. It's true. The Bengals have a, a long... Isn't, isn't he the one that ran off the field? We talked yeah, about this no, last ran off a couple field. weeks ago. Uh, one of the best plays ever. Yeah, he runs off the field. He's always been a Bengal. Yeah. No, I said it's only fitting that he's on the Bengals. Oh, he fits. okay. He fits. I thought yeah. you meant like he moved. As a key. No, no, he's always been a Bengal. He was not drafted out of Arizona State because of his off-the-field issues. Uh, so he was considered a characterist. The Bengals, naturally, were the team to sign him. They have a long history of signing guys that have checkered pass. And, you know, giving a second chance, which is good, 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 but you're giving guys third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances, you know. Uh, Perfect has been fined by the league. He's been called a dirty player in, in every media outlet you can think of. He's you know made intentionally dirty, devastating plays. You know, purposely tried to injure guys like Antonio Brown in the, that playoff game. I remember clearly. So it's 
it, it's all kind of boiling up, and then to see this, I mean, that's probably the reason that it made it into the oh, news cycle. Oh, it absolutely because it's, is. Because it's perfect, and because well, I mean, it was a fight at training camp. The same thing happened with the pads. That news made the well. That, that was because made, yeah, yeah, you got the suspension. You're not wrong. So, uh, perfect. I mean, he's a very good player. I don't want to begrudge him any anything. He has the talent, but you know, for him to kind of continue to get away with this sort of thing, I think. The Cincinnati Bengals need to do something about it, and if they're not going to, the NFL needs to do something about it. Because it's it not a good look. It's not a good look for the Bengals, and it's not a good look for the NFL. Did no. you see there was another Ravens injury today? Uh, who's that? Uh, Brashard Perriman oh, came yeah, up, yeah. came saw, pulled up. Uh, Brashard Perriman has that fucking uh, guy. Brashard Perriman has not been able to be on the field for a whole year since he was drafted. He was drafted, I think, in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a few years where he. You know, he was drafted in the first round to be that wide receiver that the Ravens have always lacked. The, the Ravens, you know, ha- have not been a team that's known for their wide receivers uh, outside of a couple of smaller smaller names. But for Brashad Perriman to get hurt, you know, that, that doesn't terribly surprise me. I'm hoping it's something mild, nothing nothing too bad. And I'm, I'm hoping the same thing for uh, Jordan Reed. Um, but, you know, these guys, they, they have the injury concern you have to kind of keep an eye on them. You have to kind of cross your fingers and hope that they can make it over that, that threshold and, and into the, into the beginning of the season. Even they had another one too. Quincy. Did we talk about Quincy? Who's that? Ah, uh, the boy, nope. boy, nope. Joe. Boy, I don't even know. I'm going to hear it. <laughs> oh man. It's it's upside down. It was another guy was, carted off today. Another lineman. Yeah, at a boy, Joe. Yeah, Attaboy, boy Joe. He got carted off today too. You're 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 right, man. They are cursed. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm thinking it's, witch doctor. Talk to TJ, man. He'll tell you it's bad. Uh, it's bad. There. They did one of those monkey paw things. Hey, they got that ring though. So they got the ring, and you can't take so, that away. So the uh, the the Hall of Fame inductions are this weekend, correct? Yes, sir. All right. So who's uh, who's going in? We haven't actually had a conversation about the Hall of Fame at all on this show. We got good old kicker Morton Anderson. Uh, we got Mr. Mile High, Terrell Davis. It's Terrell, but okay. It's Terrell Davis. Whatever. Terrell. We've from got Georgia. Georgia Kenny Bulldog. Easley, safety from the Seahawks. Uh, Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jason Taylor from the Dolphins. LaDamian Tomlinson. LaDamian Tomlinson. Warner. That's a good Kurt class. Warner. That's a good class. Kurt Warner, little known fact, has a banner hanging here in our hometown. Yeah, it's not a little known fact. That's all we're happy about. That's all that's it's, hanging in that. Right there, there are some like division championships. There's some for the energy, energy, right? There's some energy ones in there. They won some stuff. I think this is one of the first drafts where we get into Hall of Fame inductions. Our generation, our, people, we well, actually watch. You said yeah. drafts. Yeah, one of the first Hall of Fame inductions where it's like Scott said, it was, where it's kind of the people that we watched. So I'm, you know, I watched. Well, by uh, I loved watching Jason Taylor by, play. by players who are still. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I watch. I mean, I watch Jason Taylor, Kurt Warner. You know, we, we all here were in Iowa. We all were crazy for Kurt Warner when he was playing. And uh, he for the Rams, a there. class for me once. Wow, that's that's insane. LT was, LT was our arena fun. team here. Yeah, LT was good. I got to see LT play a, a preseason game in in St. Louis when they were here a few years back, or not a few years back, but years and years, years back, two thousand eight, I think. Yeah. Uh, so you know, there are people that we remember from what I would consider my formative years of, of watching football. So it's cool to see them kind of get in there. It's a little bit absurd to think that they haven't played football for five years because you have to have that five year down downtime. Uh, 
but that's that's pretty cool. Uh, the Jerry Jones thing, A, I'm surprised he wasn't already in just because of the way that uh, uh, the NFL kind of loves Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones kind of loves the NFL and they have this weird relationship where they love each other. But uh, You mean one pays the other a lot more? They they pay each other a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the other signings were, were good as well. Morton Anderson, uh, you know, very good kicker. He kicked for a lot of teams, yeah, he, but he was I mean, good. How long did he play? Did it say on there? He, he 82 probably... to 07. Yeah. So that's what, 25 years? Saints, Falcons, Giants, Chiefs, Vikings. Yeah. Famous for that uh, Vikings kick, Tecmo, I believe. Super Bowl Chiefs kicker. No, it was Gary Anderson. That oh, okay. Good, good, good. Morton Anderson. I remember him playing for the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. No, was... Thanks for bringing that up, asshole. Well, I couldn't miss it. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> NFC Championship game. <laughs> Good times. So, I, I mean, that's that's a good class. I'll be excited to see some of the speeches. They the speeches have been kind of ramped up the past few years. And Michael Irvin famously had the, his great speech and and everything like that. So, Kurt Warner gonna tell kids not to play football. Ooh, that's actually because he doesn't uh, want yeah. his kids to play football. Well, his like twelve kids, and they could they could do their own team because there's so many of them. But that's neither here nor there. I don't, you know I don't think he'll take his his Hall of Fame speech to do it. Um, but I've seen more and more players come out and say that as well. So, I'm surprised less linemen have come out to say it. You you kind of like... you kind of took a, a fun conversation. I know. Yeah. Real, wow. Well, I mean, real have dark. you met me? Dark and morbid. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move, man. Oh, sorry. It, it is worth worth mentioning. I think you know the that it is coming out more and more. People are saying not to have their kids play little league football or to kind of wait until they know a little bit more. Um, and and studies are constantly being done studies that are either funded by the NFL or funded independently. That's a whole other topic. But, uh, yeah, a lot of former NFL players are, are talking about We talked about Jamal, Anders, or Jamal Adams earlier. He made a comment this week that kind of shook the NFL world about how he didn't even – you know, he had disregard for any injury he could suffer on the field. He said that, you know, the, he couldn't think of a better place to die than on the football field. And Martellus Bennett quickly said, whoa, 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 young man. Slow your roll. You know, yeah. So that a little bit uh, shocking to hear someone say that. You know, it's I, I don't think any fans are. I the don't. Point, no, I don't yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy that you're playing tough for us, but yeah. I don't really want to see somebody die. My thought is that that's a a a. a like the Joe uh, Theismann thing yeah. still gives me chills every yeah. time they bring. Yeah, it up. Yeah, so. any any extreme injury like that. Yeah. I, my my thought on J- Jamal Adams thing is that it was a a, a PC or a politically correct answer that kind of got out of hand. You know, he was probably saying that he understood the risk and it, it kind of just escalated from there. He's still a rookie; he hasn't had a ton of time in the media, so I'm think he uh, probably just yeah. guaranteed himself a little bit more coverage. Yeah, <laughs> I I would say you know give the give the guy a, a little pause right now, take his answer with a grain of salt. You know, he's. He's still very, very young. So that's that's my two cents on it. I mean, it, it is definitely something that has been – you know, this just happened the other day, so it's been analyzed already into the ground. I, I don't want to say too much more about it. It's just the statement itself was a little shocking, but to hear some of the the more veteran players come out and, and rebuke him was, was nice. A little refreshing. Yeah, especially Martellus Bennett. Martellus 
Bennett is one of the best guys. A great follow on Twitter. Oh, he really he's is. God's yeah. gift. He's yeah. had some good. The even these unicorn. last couple of weeks, didn't he like camp out at Lambeau? Yeah, yeah. He slept yeah, in the locker room because he got there too late. He forgot to call ahead of time. Amazing. I love that yeah, they got so uh, McCarthy to comment on that. Like, well, I guess when I leave, I don't check the locker room for people sleeping. Yeah, Martellus Bennett, a good football, a good football follow. He'll be him and his brother both. He'll be. He'll bring a little bit more life to that Green Bay locker room because it's yeah. it's usually pretty boring. Yeah, they're usually kind of just one of the quieter. They're teams. usually icing their hamstrings. Yeah, you don't you don't hear a lot about uh, their their off season or their locker room stuff. I think Martellus Bennett will. Which is strange for a, yeah. a, a state so obsessed with that team. So uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. We are right about on time, yeah. which is rare for us doing these division previews. I think not having a couple people here to do it helped, but. Um, uh, next week is what NFC South. NFC South. We are still looking for a Panthers fan. I believe we're gonna have a Falcons fan in studio, um, and we may have uh, Tyler from the the Five One Five Hockey Show in studio. I haven't confirmed that yet, but we'll see. With that being said, Scott, uh, you're you're coming to us from the uh, the Five One Five Hockey Show. Why don't you uh, give us a little rundown? What you yeah. what you've been talking about? What you? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's off season for hockey, right? I mean, it's off season for football too, but it's like it's beginning of the season. It's not it, off season for football. Really, I've had this argument. There really is an off season for either sport. I mean, we okay. get we get maybe that, a month and a half before they start playing again. The, the off season in hockey is almost non-existent. You're, yeah. you're very correct. Well, and, and this year we don't have the World Cup, uh, which last year was fun, but condensed everything it'll be the first time we have a full season before we get another lockout but that's another story we do discuss that on our podcast we just launched uh released the newest episode yesterday as of recording tuesday night yep. uh, it was released yesterday pretty good had a couple blackhawks fan we talked Ugh. uh we talked the uh i hope based on the the description of the episode you talked sharks we, yeah that's what it was we talked sharks and islanders <laughs> fucking broke me i saw that on the, the feed this shark morning week. We, shark uh, week so oh good yeah that's, that's so good that's it was so perfect. good it was perfect it was so good i snapped tyler he was I w- confused i would like to point out that the jets have a player named shamarco thomas they that's do pretty good so there you go it's pretty good shark week so shark check us week. out itunes google you can find us pretty much everywhere any podcatcher yeah. yeah pretty much anything and if you don't find us just let us know we'll try to get on there yep. unless Hit it's podcast up. one because they don't own us so no, we can't get onto their true. site that's a totally different beast um so yeah that's uh 515 hockey on uh on the old facebook and the twitter yes sir all right we are uh, pretty interactive we do contests every once in a while yes, so. yes you did a, you did a puck contest right we yeah, did yeah, yeah. we did uh, i didn't finally win it, got so they finally got accepted must be received yeah uh, so, this week, so they're good guys. I uh, I like to go over there and talk Vegas. We're getting we're getting close to doing some more on that. So. Yeah, we had Eric on here. He's a frequent guest there. We had him, and we have Scott now, and we're trying to. to we're a little. I mean, I, I pointed out last week these guys were a little bit of the inspiration that for us to, that are, to that start are doing our this. Sister so. I'm glad that you guys didn't start with two men sitting in a guest bedroom with it's, a room microphone. It's helpful. Uh, so it was, I mean, we learned. We learned from your mistakes. That's yeah, what we're that doing was, here. That was tough, and then. The drunkness didn't help either. Well, it's not good to podcast when you're we like blitzed. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have beers. We don't go the liquor route like you guys seem to. You're we, eyeballing uh, your whiskey. We really don't go liquor much anymore. <laughs> I think that the podcast has uh, ended my desire to drink whiskey all you're the all time. You're all grown up now. No, I, my liver doesn't like me. Well, yeah, it happens. That's part of growing up. That's true. But uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's Absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll have on. you back. Like I said, I, I we're not sure what our regular season format looks like. We may be trying to have someone in on a weekly basis yeah, to sort of uh, throw down some predictions. Yeah, I don't if, work if Sundays uh, anymore. So if your Vikings football. fuck something up, we might have Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have a plethora of Vikings fans. So you you are you do have the unfortunate uh, 
unfortunate there of, of a large fan base here in this area. My, uh, so. my wife is a Patriots and a Cowboys fan, oh, so I'll have to watch those games too if you need me to comment. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right, guys. She's you a heard, bandwagon fan. You heard that. She's not so a bandwagon. Well, okay, in the 90s, she was a bandwagon fan, but she's stuck to it. She'll fight you. Except um, for the Patriots part. She might cut you. It, I don't know if she's listening to this, but you can't be both. It's all I'm saying. I've seen her cut people, though. So we would like to thank Elysium for letting us use their, uh, their rock As and tunes, yeah, intro, yeah. outro. Uh, they just announced a tour with Super Bob. Those dates are out there. Check them out. Unfortunately, they're none not of them in near Iowa. me. Oh, I give Nate shit about this all the time. So we're trying. Um, we're they're trying. They just can't get booked around here. Our booking around here blows. I can but, put a stage. Uh, another well, we're gonna get them to play TJ's backyard soon. Is what we're gonna do. Um, but we the, get a pontoon, uh, put them out on the uh, on the lake. It's true. It's true. The uh, the fun news with them is they're opening up pre-orders to their new album uh, September first. So give them a listen. Let the let the, the awesomeness wash over you and maybe pre-order that album. Um, for us, you can uh, you can get a hold of us on the email at justanotherfbshow at gmail.com. Send us some questions. Like I said, we're going to be talking uh, uh, NFC South next yeah. week. That's Buccaneers, Falcons, That's a fun Panthers, it's, and It is Saints. a very so, fun division. So it's one that we've discussed uh, up and down about how well, you just yeah. don't know. You don't I, know who I, like, I could make an I argument like for Bucks. every single team in that division. It's topsy turvy. So, really set, like set the teams of the Super Bowl the last couple of years. It's, it's the first time that we've talked a division that one of our hosts is a fan of. I'm a Bucks fan. We so. have we have made sure to push our sort of off to the end um, with me being a Chiefs fan and and uh, Jam well, being a Niners with, fan. With that said, are you going to remove the Homer button for that? Because it could get yeah. super annoying. Uh, so no, yeah, we, we actually have another Bucks. We fan. are actually that is They're, our goal is to have a couple yeah. other people on. We do have a new have a Bucks fan on coming on to. Uh, to sort of tag team it with Ryan, yep. so so it won't be Homer for me. Or I mean, it will be. I but mean, it will. But yeah, uh, I, I think you'll find my take on the Bucks not necessarily as optimistic as some of our previous guests, and that's just me as a oh. whole. Oh, I, I find it. I find it absolutely. We could do for uh, Tampa Bay. I'm absolutely the same way. So you can get us uh, at another FB show on Twitter. We need to get better at that. So we're working on it. I hey, I finally learned yeah. how to use it. You guys can now. We're too. working on it. We're working I got on it. 15 interactions last night there on a post that got go. posted four weeks ago. I tagged in a couple of those. Not Twitter? sure how that worked. Uh, the bomb. And uh, Facebook.com slash Just Another Football Show. I imagine that's how most of you found us. Yeah, I would like to thank we, – we have people that do ask questions and comment. We do. Uh, yeah, we do. And, we got – you know, so we, we really do like appreciate Cody those. Yeah, I've got a bone uh, to pick with you guys. I sent you like 15 questions. We've I talked about your qu- single talked, one of them. We've talked about a lot. Talked I know you hit the topics, but I didn't get any credit. Uh, well – well, we'd like to thank Scott yeah. for sending us questions. All the, all the people who have sent questions, we try to address them. If we don't, you know, poke us or lie. Well, I, I, can you still poke on Facebook? I don't know if you can poke, I think a you poke page. on Facebook. I don't, I'm not I, sure. I, you get to be a person. Just keep coming back. Just keep asking questions. We'll we'll get to them. Uh, there's no one that's on our ignore list right now that I know of, so no, no, we're, we're no, paying no, attention. No. We, yeah, we I'll want shoot you guys anyone, some topics. Like anyone said. and everyone to come yeah. on and, and like us. But that's a big deal. Share not, our page if you for can. For next week, do not. Say anything about like the twenty eight to three, like that's. Oh no, that's if not. Josh is gonna be here. It's not necessary. Half the twenty eight to three. It's, not, it's been. It's, what it's if been done. I drove by and just like stuck it in the window and you just lifted it off? It's been done. Josh is a good guy, much. so he'll take it in the stride. I think he's good, dude. You guys have fun with that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. You have so, so much stuff to cut. It's not terrible. So uh, for uh, these two fuck sticks, and I'm I guess definitely, I guess I'm not a fuck stick. Not wearing the what you call down. Ryan's not wearing the hat. I'll let him be one yes. this week. I'm wearing it next week, though. Yeah, um, this has been just another football show. Ah.